actors, writers, directors, producers from indie films, feature films, and TV. Getting real. Today on the Getting Real podcast, we've got a guest that we don't normally have here because we talk about movies and stuff like that. But there is a connection because Wolfgang Puck is doing all of the catering for the Oscars parties. So he has connections to all of those stars that are going to be attending the Oscars. Wolfgang! Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? We are excellent, excellent. All good here, getting ready for the Oscars. I just got back last night from the Middle East, from Dubai, so we are busy. Oh, well, boy. I would say. Yeah. You know, and uh, for the Oscars, just to, you know, dive right into that, you haven't had this opportunity for the last couple of years to do the Governor's Ball. Talk about missing it. Uh, do you or did you uh, in a big way? Oh, totally, totally. Everybody missed it. All our chefs who work, you know, I have over 100 chefs who work, and they come from all of our restaurants from all over the country, even from Europe. Like this year, I have the chef come from Budapest, from Spago in Budapest. He's doing some Hungarian dishes. We have the chef from Spago in Istanbul come. He's going to do a Turkish dish, like the pide. They call it. It's like a pizza, but in the form of a canoe. Mm. Uh, apricots with clotted cream and pistachio. So I think we bring them all together, and everybody is so excited to come. You know, and Eric Klein, who is our chef, and Gary, our pastry chef, they are supervising the whole thing, and uh, they made the menu with me. And so we do a collaboration, really, because I want them to work, too, and do the right thing and do the menu, you know, to be creative. But also, there's a tradition, you know, certain people come to the uh, governor's ball, and they want to have they have smoked some on Oscars. They want to have their mini COVID sliders, the chicken pot pie, or the cacio pepe pasta with lobster, or the braised beef chick with Tokai wine and small dumplings, the macaroni and cheese. We have obviously our Spago pizzas, and everybody gets a chocolate Oscar, you know, gold cover chocolate Oscar to take home. And then Gary made some amazing desserts like the spike spicy yuzu lemon cake, which looks like a lemon with spikes on top. And we have an Estahasi schnitzel, which is a Hungarian, Hungarian Austro-Vienese dish, a dessert, which is really delicious. And then we have chocolate cakes. We have a lot of different tray pasta things and hot things. So everybody's going to get something. You know, Even when you said, my world is complete when you said chicken pot pie. <laughs> Macaroni yeah. and cheese. Macaroni and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Because don't you have to have some of those staple things? I mean, you've known, uh, how, you know, you you featured that for years. And yeah. don't you have some favorite uh, peeps uh, that we probably would know, superstars, that keep coming back time and time again to find you? You know, it's so funny you said that because Barbara Streisand, each time I see her in our restaurant at, at the Bel Air Hotel, you know, when we talk about the Oscar, she says, oh, don't you have the chicken pot pie you make for me at the Oscars? When I saw... Uh, Prince Albert, you know, from Monaco. I saw him in Monaco at an event, and he came to the Oscars once, and he had the chicken pot pie. And he said, Wolfgang, let's open a restaurant together in Monaco, but you have to make the chicken pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of chicken, I got to ask you about this Flavor Flav challenge. So a while back, this was back in June, you were on the Flavor Flav show, and you challenged him to a fried yeah. chicken, or he challenged you to a fried chicken contest? How did that go down and what happened? We did not do it yet because I, I was busy, he was busy, but we will find a date soon now that we can do it. I think it would be a lot of fun because he used to have a chicken restaurant or a couple of chicken restaurants, so he thinks he knows, so maybe... <laughs> 
Maybe we're going to see what he, if he's just dog or he makes a good chicken. Maybe see, I learned something. Who knows? You know? I'm wondering if Flavor Flav has got like a mom or a grandmother who's got all these great secret recipe ideas for mm-hmm. how to make fried chicken. Because that's what happens in my family is there's this debate yeah. always going on with ants on know how to make it. Yeah. So you know, everybody thinks you have to brine it. You have to do this. They use a, uh, juice of the cornichons, you know, the pickle juice. And some use this, some use that. There's always something. But the main thing is to fry it, right? And I know my mother used to make a delicious fried chicken, and she started it in the oil, not too hot, so it doesn't burn outside. A lot of people make it too dark because the oil is too hot. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to have it at the Oscars, too. We have uh, this uh, guys from Gat- uh, their company is called Ga- uh, Ghetto Gastro from the Bronx in New York, and they're going to make fried chicken and waffles, and they're going to make a little cornbread with caviar and crab. So we're going to have a little southern food maybe, too. Well, that's what I was wondering, if that was really changing the game or the whole uh, menu, or at least part of it, uh, by doing a collaboration. Because over the years, you doing the Governor's Ball, have you ever done that where you've collaborated uh, with you know anybody else? Well, I always invited different chefs. You know, even from us, where they come from different places. And sometimes I had uh, chefs from Texas come and help me, from Boston come and help me. So we had all different uh, different chefs. So it's really a good thing. But I think they are African-American, they gastro, uh, ghetto gastro. So I think for me, it's really important maybe that we get more African-Americans into the kitchen and that the young people can understand that being a good chef or a good waiter or a manager, you can make good money. You know, not everybody can be Michael Michael Jordan or Aaron or or somebody like that, you know? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember seeing the documentary on you, uh, Chef, and when the, uh, they did the behind-the-scenes thing, that really gave everybody an idea. Like, if you want to go into the business, this is yeah. what you've got to kind of yeah. shoot for, right? Exactly. You know, everybody wants to be right away on television on their own restaurant and then they fail because you have to learn the trade it's like saying oh i could be a radio host you know it maybe it sounds easy because you know what to do you know how to fill in the gaps you know how to talk and you have a good vocabulary whatever but it's not like everybody can do it you know so you have to work on it you know practice makes better Big time. See, now, for you, uh, practice makes perfect, but for you, you need to make 3,000 of one particular thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's got to be a lot of practice. It's got to be a lot of practice, <laughs> and it's got to be right on the money. You know, for the the amount of food that you're making this year, uh, whenever yeah. you make any dish, how many of one thing will you be making for uh, all your guests? Well, uh, let me tell you, this is not our biggest party. We had the Super Bowl in, in town, you know, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And I talked to the pastry chef. We did 14,000 people. <gasps> the pastry chefs made 34,000 thousand desserts different small all small bites but still you know maybe eight thousand macarons uh six thousand small chocolate cakes six thousand lemon pies so it's really here and here we make maybe 800 uh chicken pot pie we make maybe 600 uh, beef cheeks in Tokai wine. We make maybe uh, 1,000 macaroni and cheese and, uh, you know, 2,000 chocolate Oscars. So, so it's, it's easy. A lot of, it's a lot of <laughs> <laughs> That's like, It's all about organizing. The good thing is I have Chef, chef Eric, who is with me since 25 years, and Gary, our pastry chef, the same. So they organize it make a plan, tell everybody what to do, So, which is really good, you know. So I can come and supervise, taste the food, and maybe help them a little bit, but that's it. So if you need something to eat, go to the Governor's Ball, and there's going to be something to eat. There's just, you know it, based on everything there that we, uh, Chef know, just said. It's fun. it's fun now the way we do it. It's 
not just a uh, sit-down formal dinner, you know, where they sit down on a table, you get an appetizer and then a main course. No, we have all these dishes. We have nine stations in the dining room where you can go up and pick up something, and then we pass the food around also for everybody. So that way you're never going to be hungry. See, I always see whenever you're uh, checking everything out, and I've seen you do this, where you go through the kitchen and, hey, what are you making? And you try yeah. it, and you talk to whoever that sous chef is or whatever. Is that the, I wonder what kind of pressure they feel when you walk up to them in the kitchen. Well, some of them... Some of them know me well. They also know that I changed my mind and changed the dishes. Like I already walked down this morning, you know, they had a cauliflower dish. I love the cauliflower dish we do at Meroir, which is a Kung Pao style, you know, Chinese. Like you have the chicken Kung Pao, it's mm. very common. Mm. But with cauliflower, it's the best vegan dish, you know. So, And we make some uh, uh, Korean eggplants with uh, fried vegetable, fried rice, a perfect vegan dish, gluten-free and everything. So I think uh, uh, we always change. And I thought, you know, we're going to have the cacio pepe pasta, but I might make a cacio pepe lobster pot pie. So you're going to have the, the lobster, the cacio pepe, a little spicy underneath the dome, and it's going to stay nice and hot. How about that? I'm geeking yep. out already. Yeah. The next cookbook will be 57 Ways to Make Cauliflower with Wolfgang Puck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And we have, you know, Japanese-style food. We have, like, the crispy rice with tuna tata. We also make crispy rice for the vegans with the beet tata, with carrot or mushroom tata. So also nice spice, They're like a carrot tata, maybe spice like a hummus, you know, with a little cumin, olive oil, and a little touch of garlic and uh, some green onions. So it will be really, really a lot of fun, and people love to do it. We serve it all in small portions on small plates. It's like a tapas restaurant in Spain, the whole thing, except I have 500 people working in a dining room, and about 100 in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Chef, oh, we could talk all day. There's too much to yeah. talk to you about when it comes to food, but good luck this weekend for the Oscars. I know that it's going to be so great to get back in the kitchen and provide for the, the governor's yeah, I know. I'm so excited that we have it again. You know, last year they did this little thing downtown at the Union Station, which I thought was the most boring event ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go back to normal. Yeah, agreed. Well, thanks for being with us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chef. All right. Talk to you soon.